This is Mikey Pod, episode 163. Today is October 16th, 2012, and today's guest is Walker Lukens. Along with that, we're going to play a bunch of music. And by we, I mean me. Here's Matthew Deere. Thank you. 
from his latest album, Beams. That was Matthew Deere with her fantasy. I really am loving that album. It's quite good. Um, not a lot to say today. There's going to be an interview a little later in the show with Walker Lukens. Uh, it's a much delayed interview uh, with my apologies to him. Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> How about some more music? This next set is going to have uh, The Maydew, Magic Panda, Hobotech, and, uh, well, Hobotech remixing the uh, oh, Mumford and Sons. Uh, but right now, here's uh, Wild Beasts, the fun powder plot.
empty in the valley of your heart The sun, it rises slowly as you walk Away from all the fears and all the faults you've left behind The harvest left no food for you to eat You cannibal, you meat-eater, you see But I have seen the same, I know the shame in your defeat Oh, my God. 
That was the May Do from the album Forms. That track is called To Mars. And they're uh, on, uh, why can't I think of it? Overlap, uh, which is a project from Christopher Willett's longtime uh, friend of show. Maybe that's, maybe that's putting it a little too uh, <laughs> personally. I don't know what I'm talking about. Before that, Magic Panda with Ships on Fire from their latest album, which is called S-H-H-H-T. Shh. Is that close to shit? Uh, 16. Um, Hobotech remixed Mumford & Sons' The Cove Cave. Uh, it's real early right now. Can you tell? And uh, that set started out with Wild Beasts uh, with a fun powder plot from the album Two Dancers. I am continuing my love for that album. Here's another set, which will end with uh, some Walker Lukens in my interview with him. Uh, just so you know, there's going to be some talk of his residency at Pianos here in New York City. That was quite some time ago. Um, yeah, I'm a podcasting slacker. So apologies, but you should definitely check out his EP, Year of the Dog. We'll be talking about that and some other fun stuff. But before that, here's a new set of music. This is uh, going to start out with Animal Collective. The track is called applesauce you're gonna hear odom relic uh senator jays jays i should have asked uh that's my friend ibon uh how to pronounce the name of his band sorry <laughs> lots of fail happening today but also lots of great music here's animal collective
sentence But I got the dullest knife And my veins cause pain to my body And I can't sleep at night The cycle of emotion runs deep And creeps into every living cell My own personal encapsulated hell Self-perpetuated sadness swells And I know a man of my age Ain't supposed to feel this way And the bright colors of courage I had When we met have regressed to dull grays If I could forge despondent feelings Into piano chords with material meaning Someday I'll find a way to untangle this mess Oh, oh. 
in Boston, LA. I've been here to Concord, I've been here to say. New York to Pittsburgh and Boston, LA. I've been here to say. So that was Lover from the Year of the Dog EP by Walker Lukens, who is joining me now. Hello, Walker. Hi, Michael. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome to the show. Uh, it's pretty good. Life is pretty good right now. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of doing a uh, residency at, at pianos uh, every Wednesday, and I'm finishing mixing my... Uh, album which will be released sometime in the future <laughs> uh, so musically things are great and uh, summer's ending so things are also good in the uh, rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> love it so let's talk about the song lover before we forget okay. uh is there anything that uh i mean this is a departure from your previous sound because you you mm -hmm. had more of like an acoustic -y sound yep and now we have this looping action and, and all that stuff going on Mm -hmm. uh, so w about this song specifically, is there a story behind it? Well, this was, uh, this was one of the first songs I ever wrote with my sort of made that's only my voice. Um, and I made it once I bought, I made it shortly after buying this loop station, the, uh, electro harmonics 2880. Um, and I, I came up with the little beat for it, which is just, just sputtering your lips. And I kind of had the song, this idea, which was like, I was a lover and then something to the contrary. Right. So, uh, for a long time, I was still doing the acoustic guitar, acoustic troubadour thing live. And then I would bring my loop station and I would play this song. And it was, always, <laughs> it was always like this very strange moment in my set because it, it does not fit. If you do it at the beginning, it makes the rest of it seem very, the rest of the acoustic set seem very dull. Right. And if you do it at the end, it just sounds like a different band. So, uh, so for a long time, I just kind of had this, this thing and I never knew what to do with it. Um, but I always got such a good reaction from it. And so when I sit down to start recording, uh, the people I w were working with, they all sort of said, oh man, that's great. And the drummer I was working with tried to add drums and was like, no, we don't need drums. And we tried to add guitar and I was like, no, we don't need guitar. And then basically it took six months to realize that this song just needed nothing but what's on the loop station and maybe a little bass. Um, and when I, when I started to tour more often, and I guess more importantly, when I realized that I wanted to to have a set that I could play by myself that wasn't um, a bunch of sad bastard folk music. Mm -hmm. Lover kind of became the center or the 
it was like the gateway to sort of a loop-based uh, set of songs. So that is the Year of the Dog EP, is all songs that are more or less uh, based on the loop station and that I can play completely by myself. Um, and Lover was the first one that I wrote for that that set of songs. And you've got your, you set your looping stuff up right now, right? I did. Like, I did. <laughs> I didn't ask how what you had in mind for this demo thing, but I'm on board for whatever well, it is. I was thinking we could make a theme song for your show. Oh, Just, I love it. It's it's Mikey Pod, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what what kind of beat do you want? You want like a slow beat or a fast beat, or it can uh, be very participatory. I don't have anything prepared, so. Oh, uh, let's do a uh, let's do a fast beat. Okay. Okay, so we'll do something really basic, right? Like. Okay, so we got the beat right. Uh huh. So we'll do like a little a little snare on this. So that that's just the mic going into the loop station with a reverb pedal. Okay. Okay. So now we're gonna add Mikey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey. So you can totally do your own thing. Uh, yeah, on your own. love it. Love you it. can see how it's a uh, it's a little hard to take to take the song seriously because it's so you can just make so many jokes. <laughs> it's just so hard. To, oh wait, no, wait, I don't have to be like just goofy, funny, listening to my voice over and over. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Um, I was I had a great question just a second ago, and now it's gone. Now it's all gone. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, does it like preset the number of beats that you're doing? How does it, how do you get it synchronized? So yeah, when you end a loop, how do you get it like exactly right? Well, so what's, what's cool about this technology, right? Is that you can make the initial loop, uh, as long as you want. So it says that if you wanted, you can make the first thing that you loop like three minutes long, if you wanted, I never do that. Um, you know, you can, you can also use a click track, which I don't do, but it's the thing that kind of separates this loop station from other ones is that the controls are very, very sensitive. So it's really easy to sort of start and stop it right when you want. Like there's a, there's a record button, which starts it. And then another one, which stops it. 
But what makes it unique is that once you do the first, let's say, four things that you loop, so I had the, let's see, I had the, the, ba the bass, the, the snare, quote-unquote, and then the Mikey. You can control the volume of each thing. Oh, cool. And then, so, so if you're doing something really, really complex, you can actually mix those four things down to, to be just the bass. And you have four new things to mix, to record and mix on top of. Um, it, it, and the other thing which is kind of unique about it is it doesn't compress the signal at all. So it's kind of a mess for feedback. It can be. But at the same time, the, sig the audio signal is really clear. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That's for all the good. audio nerds out there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so how has this affected your songwriting, if at all? Like being having access to like a because before you were just writing with a guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you know, uh, my as long as I have written music, I I think what's driven that has been wanting to connect emotionally with people uh, and wanting to write songs that tell stories that people. You know, I mean, I think anyone who writes, you want to, if you write lyrics, you want to sort of, to some degree or another, people treat it like poetry and they want to tell the story in sort of a, an artful way or whatever. And that, that's always how I had tried to write an effective song. And I think once I got this loop station thing and started writing like, oh, I don't need a drummer. I can just build the drums in. I, I became much more interested in, in rhythm and much more interested in, and sort of uh, different ways to have a beat. And once I started thinking in that way, uh, connecting with people and during a performance or whatever, um, suddenly it mattered a lot less what I was saying. It's still very important to me, but it became a lot more about a feeling and much more about um, you know taking a song that's in four four and has two chords and and trying to do it in. Instead of messing with the structure, instead of having a crazy, uh, let's say, subject of the song, mm -hmm. let's say it, it was to mess with the basic elements. So instead of having a, a beatbox, you know, someone trying to do bass and snare, it was like, oh, well, let's just have lip sputtering or have breathing, exhaling for the, what would be the hi-hat. So trying to, do, trying to just take the, the basic kind of formula and just use different sounds to do it. Um, and I think, you know, when, when I started sort of doing that and working within this context, other styles of music that I'd always really loved, but never, I guess, never really showed up the music that I liked, um, started to be more evident. So all of the soul music that I always love and all of the sort of blues and, and hip hop stuff that is so beat and rhythm driven became much more, um, important to me as I wrote, wrote music, I guess. Interesting. I love it. That it's, and it's, it's a nice way to have a, a certain, like it opens all these doors for you, but not like too many. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because in the end, I mean, all you can do on this loop station is add and subtract. Once you get it going, you, you, you can't like, you can't do an about face. It's a very, uh, I mean, it, you imagine in the middle of a song, you've, you've built this sort of verse thing, and then you want to have a chorus. Well, you can't really change the chords you're doing very much, very easily. So 
it, it's a very limited, uh, limited palette, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I, I just started with Ableton. I can't remember if I, when we saw each other, which was like over a year ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. I, uh, think, I think when I saw you though, you had just gotten Ableton, if I remember. Yeah. So like my writing is like at a standstill often because I'm like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is also cool. Like there's so uh-huh. much going yeah. on that uh, yeah. it's, it would be like I, it, talking to you makes me feel like setting restrictions up for myself and be like, I'm going to like, the goal is a song, not like making I, every possible thing happen in that song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, w- one person who really, I mean, I, w- I don't think that I am at all this caliber of songwriter, but one person whose methods I really take inspiration from is uh, from Stephen Merritt, from the guy in the magnetic field. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he, every set of songs that he writes, it's like there's always this kind of criteria. Like, I'm only going to use synthesizers. I'm never going to use synthesizers. Every yeah. song starts with I. You know, every, there's always a different kind of uh, limitation, and they feel very arbitrary, but I think the results are really, really good. Yeah, because he's one of those, like, crazy genius people yeah who, like, would implode <laughs> like you know what i mean if yeah, you didn't have some kind of rules because you write so much like that whole 69 love songs thing out of control it, wow. i don't i i don't know how anyone writes that many uh songs kind of in at one time you know i mean sure over a bunch of years but it's it's uh, unbelievable how many songs that guy can churn out yeah and they're like for the most part the majority of them are good yeah yeah they are <laughs> They definitely are very good, and I think uh, I, I think limitations really help them because it, now nowadays, I mean, uh, if you listen to his records or anyone's records, really, you know, someone might pick up the banjo who knows how to play the guitar, and they can kind of plunk along on a banjo, right, and add that to their to their sound, and. Because because it feels like it feels to me like songs are so recording based as a per, opposed to performance based. I mean, the sound of a band can be seemingly infinite. I mean, you can go on the internet and download plugins for your recording software, and you know everyone can have a gamelan on there. On oh their, right, yeah. And and what's I think what what's really great about the restriction thing is that they're setting some sort of goals or limits. Is that. Uh, you're forced to really concentrate and kind of perfect this one idea, I guess. Or take, I don't know, take one theme and try to just, just take it to the end. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. If I'm, I don't know if I'm making any sense. You're, totally, not- you're totally making sense. I hear something going on in the background. Is that you or like... You know, what's going on is a great question, Michael. I wish I, <laughs> I, wish I could answer. There, I'm living in this apartment building right now where they renovate a floor and then they rent it out. So now they've renovated every floor, but they're still somehow doing construction. I don't really know what it is. And whenever I ask anyone what's going on, I, I, I just sort of get brushed off. But as far as I can tell, they're hammering something on the roof. And for what purpose, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. so i we should probably wrap it up but before we do i want to talk to you a little about the next song that we're going to listen to uh and it's from duty i don't know the uh so funny saying duty it sounds like it could be d-o-o-t-y instead of d-u-t-y 
that's part of the uh, it's part of the immature joke there. <laughs> I'm glad I got it. <laughs> so from this album, Duty, mm-hmm. uh, this is in which order are things? I have three of your albums: Year of the Dog, mm-hmm. Duty, which is going to make me laugh every time I say it now. It should. It should. <laughs> and are we going to folk or duet? Um, well, so the first is Duty, um, which was a set of songs that. Uh, I wrote while playing with a pretty steady group of people and mm-hmm. we played under the name of the brood. And then are we going to folk or do it is from, uh, that was after that about, I guess it was released about a year and a half later. Um, and that was a, a split EP I made with a, a band from Austin called grandchild. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think it has a, a, sim, a similar a similar sound to Duty, it's, but it's we tried to be a little more purist about it. So it's recorded; it's all recorded live. It's all acoustic instruments. Um, and then, and then there, I guess about eight months later, I released the Year of the Dog EP, which is, um, I think, sonically a big departure from the other two. But yeah, as we'll hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm suddenly getting some kind of echo back of myself, which is freaking me out. Uh, but which we'll hear in and Anna. So, is there anything about the song you want to tell us? Any great story? Uh, yeah. So I, I wrote this song when I was uh, when I was a student uh, when I was in university. I was studying abroad in uh, France, and through a series of crazy events, someone who was teaching us uh, in my French culture program, someone who was teaching us about music also ended up being a, a, a recording engineer and asked me if I wanted to come in and record songs. And it was, it was a great experience. And I brought that song in and it's, it's a murder ballad. And I, I, rec- I sang what I had and then he, I don't, this guy didn't really speak English. So I don't really know how he arrived at this, but he asked me what happened in the song and I told him and he said, he, 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 he just, he looked at me and he said, someone has to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean someone has to die? And he goes, he goes, your song is not finished. Someone has to die. And I said, well, how do you, how do you understand that? You know, I mean, you, you don't understand the words. And he's like, he's like, he just like looked at me with this sort of like wise old man stare and was like, I, I know, I know. So, <laughs> so the song, the song was just, someone just left someone until he suggested that someone die. And so, uh, so that's Anna go to him. It's a, it's a murder ballad. Uh, and it's the last song on duty. Uh, I love it. I did not know this about this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining me on the show today. And, uh, we can find you mainly at walkerlukens.com. Yeah. Is that the best place to, uh, if, yeah, if you want to be a little more connected on this, I am also on Twitter at Walker Lukens and on Facebook at Walker Lukens Music and on Instagram at Walker Lukens. So uh, I am I am hooked in. Word. <laughs> Find me. Okay, cool. And then uh, this Wednesday, you're at uh, Pianos, right? Pianos, 9 o'clock. It's free. 
Awesome. I need to get off my butt. I keep saying that I'm going to go to people's <laughs> shows, and it's like, oh, it's nine o'clock, and I'm out in Brooklyn. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. It's hard when there's three dates instead of one because you're like, ah, I'll go to the next one. Ah, I'll go to the next one, and then next thing you know, it's just. Yeah, this is the last one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is it, last one. Mm, I'm gonna. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm trying to get better at least not saying I'm going to show yeah. up somewhere. <laughs> I understand. Well, thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, sure. Thanks so much for taking the time and for the uh, the improvisational uh, theme song. It was my pleasure. Here, I'll play it for you one more time. Oh, I love it. Or a star in the night I said 
go to him and all oh, Captain Dan, I presume She said no And then yes And she got up and quickly
happy anniversary Never stay to say happy anniversary So I think I need a new heart Oh, I think I need a new
I was young when I left home And I've been all rambling round And I never wrote a letter to my home To my home, Lord Lord, to my home And I never wrote a letter to my home It was just the other day I was bringing home my pain When I met an old friend I used to know Said your mama's dead and gone Baby sister's all gone wrong And your daddy needs you home right away Not a shirt on my back Not a penny on my name But I can't go home this way This way, Lord Lord, this way Lord, I can't go home this way If you miss the train I'm on Count the days and I'm gone You will hear the whistle blow A hundred miles hundred miles, honey Lord, Lord you hear that whistle blow A hundred miles And I'm playing on the track Mau come my back on them trussles down by Jim McCain when I pay the debt I owe to the commissary store I will pull my watch and chain and go home go home Lord On my watch and chain and go on. Used to tell my ma sometimes when I see them riding blind, gonna make me home out in the wind. In the wind, Lord, Lord, in the wind, gonna make me home out in the wind. Well, I don't like it in the wind, wanna go back home again, but I can't go home this way, this way. I was young when I left home 
And I've been all around, blim round And I never wrote a letter to my home To my home Lord, Lord, Lord And I never wrote a letter to my home From the compilation Dark Was the Night, that was Antony of Anthony and the Johnsons and Bryce Destner. I was young when I left home. Uh, before that, Sweet Billy Pilgrim, Archaeology from the album Crown and Treaty. Uh, uh, Tim was our guest last show, which was several months ago. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, Magnetic Fields before that, I Think I Need a New Heart from the album 69 Love Songs. And then Walker Lukens, Anna, Go to Him from the album Duty. Uh, I'm going to giggle every time I say that. Thanks to Walker Lukens for being our guest today. And uh, thanks to all of you for listening. I've got one more song for you. Uh, this, on a personal note, uh, I lost my mom this summer. That's kind of why I was out of commission. And this song by Olafur Arnold, whose name I may not be pronouncing, came the day I was leaving to go see her, uh, came up on shuffle in itunes and it felt exactly appropriate so um here it is it became my theme for the summer and uh yeah um (laughs) that's it thanks for listening and uh there will be another show when there's another show this of course uh is dedicated to my mom as is everything i do see you next time Thank you.